The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free gaming community website at enjin.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Those Guys with Ships show, the Versecast community podcast. My name is John Abraham. I am Jimmy Croker, and we are not Gleep, but we are Those Guys with Ships. This is episode 36 of our community podcast. Today is 7-15-29-45 Earth Standard Time. John, the bus has spun out of control. We're like those dudes in the movie with the bus with no driver, spiraling down Hell's Highway on a one-way trip to... Yeah, that's right. Gleep's not here again. This is the movie Speed. This is totally the movie Speed. Absolutely. Um, I am Keanu Reeves. You are Sandra Bullock. No, I'm Keanu Reeves. No, you're Sandra Bullock. I'm Keanu Reeves, though. Sandra Bullock. But remember the part where I am... Oh, yeah, Keanu Reeves. Right, right. No, you're you're right. You're right. So, uh, Sandra, don't worry. Uh, Gleep will be back next week. That means you don't have to worry. <laughs> uh, we have a new sponsor. Um, tonight's uh, Those Guys with Ships Community Report is sponsored by G-Lines. G-Lines, because when you take that bus, you get there. Love it. Great sponsor. I'll be using G-Lines every chance I can get. I will be using G-Lines to get around any time I want to smuggle things not on my ship. Ooh, did I say <laughs> that out loud? <laughs> you are banned from G-Lines. <laughs> oh, so sorry. So, community report. John, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what's going on with uh, with the concerns for Sunday nights? Um, okay, so what happened was I wasn't seeing a lot of people play Star Citizen because there hasn't been an update. So I thought, oh, let's take the the event off the calendar. <gasps> so people The don't hell come, you say so people don't come expecting people playing Star Citizen and nobody's in there. Everybody's playing dinos. So I took it off and I got hell for it immediately. So <laughs> we're keeping it on. Um, in case people want to play Star Citizen. And actually, earlier today, Abaphysics posted um, posted about uh, that he's going to show up for the Sunday night meetup playing Star Citizen. So that if there is somebody want, that wants to play Star Citizen, he'll be there every week. Nice. Um, so that's very nice of him. Um, I, I shouldn't have removed that without... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, oh, what the hell? What, what can I do right now? I got nothing to do. Oh, not that. Not that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Sunday night meetups still going. It's just that people are playing other stuff right now. Yeah. Um, and like we keep saying, it's going to change when FPS drops. Like when when Arena Commander was getting updates and all that stuff, um, we were seeing a lot of people come out. Like, there were weeks where we saw, like, 20 people. Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't think, like, our community is dead or anything. 
Um, it's just that there hasn't been an update for a while, so... Um, but Ava Physics is going to be there, and I think even this week there were like four or five people playing Star Citizen. Nice. Um, so if you want to play Star Citizen, you can still come out on Sunday. I did rename the event to TGWS Meetup um, so that it is more neutral. Okay. Um, but Star Citizen is still our game, obviously. Obviously. Uh, we're not going <laughs> to change to an ARC community or anything. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you you sure we're not going to change? I'm pretty sure. I'm I'm like ninety percent sure. Unless nice. unless all these rumors are true and the game is dead, which I mean it has to be true at this point. Oh God, I'm I'm running scared. I'm yeah. terrified. Anybody that listened to the first show knows that this is not accurate. Um, you know, I, here's the thing. I, I haven't been on that much either. Um, and, and partially, yeah, it's because of updates and partially it's because of life stuff. Um, I'm going to make a, a attempt to try and make it this Sunday. Um, the missus and I uh, are, are booked up on social engagements for the rest of the month. Um, I'm actually finishing up my, uh, my chess piece uh, a week from Saturday as well. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be painful and fun, but it'll be done, which is nice. But um, but I'm going to try and make it um, make a more concerted effort to come in on Sundays as well. Um, I think it's it's just tough because you know the, you had the matchmaking and um, you know and the, uh, the matchmaking system not working properly, and we had a lot of bugs and a lot of crashes, um, and you know the game is just kind of stuck a little bit right now. And so yeah, I mean other pe- people are doing other things, so it's not that big a deal. It's an ebb and flow. Um, when Arena Commander 2.0 comes out, when Star Marine comes out, when the social module comes out, when the game starts tying into a persistent universe, you know, we're going to start to ramp up again. And, and, you know, we've got a really good community. Um, we've got really cool people. Um, I didn't see any negativity in our forums um, over the, the drama uh, over the course of the last week or two. Uh, and, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's not anything to worry too much about. You know, we're, we'll be back up to crazy busy again as soon as we get, you know, an, another big patch. Yep, for sure. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and, uh, you know, we're still, uh, we're still, you know, got uh, getting members every week, which is awesome. Uh, as of the last time that we recorded, we're now up to 170 members. Dude, we're well on our way to 200, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, absolutely. We got uh, so most recently added. And if we miss you, don't be too upset. Uh, Gleep's not here. Nobody's driving the bus. And we will absolutely make sure to get you in on the next show. But uh, from the most recent update, we've got uh, Dread Gopher. I'm so scared. <laughs> he is terrifying. Uh, he's full of dread. Uh, and uh, he uh, is actually a founder of his own org, uh, the Dread D dot R dot E dot A dot D Collective. Wonder what that stands for. Um, is... Dairy readers, edible apple delights. Probably. I think that's what it stands for. Yeah, I that's... wouldn't contest that. No, that's what it stands for. Uh, but uh, he goes on to say that uh, he's looking forward to uh, some uh, some fun with uh, some new people, uh, and he's been a backer since February 2014. Uh, found us uh, through the podcast, and would love to have an opportunity f- to fly with us all, which is fantastic, and we look forward to flying with you as well. We also got uh, Bunyan Snipe. 
Yeah, Bunyan Snipe. I like that. That's okay. Sure, I'll go with that. Uh, I'm an avid listener to the podcast and would like to join the org uh, with uh, join the org with people that have similar tastes and goals. And this seems like the best fit. I have a Carrick, a Stargy, a Reliant, and a Cutlass. He's got a nice complement of ships. Welcome aboard. We like bunions and we like snipes. Wait, this no, works. we like one of those things. Yeah. Well, I don't. Do we like either of those things? We like bunion snipe, but taken separately. I don't know how I feel about them. Well, what's wrong with snipe? Oh, well, yeah, I guess bunions. Nobody likes bunions, though. No. Now funions. There we go. Ah, Wait, I don't yeah. like those either. No. No. <laughs> uh, Kaiser Souza. Soze? It's not Kaiser Soze, is it? I don't know. I'm going to go with Kaiser Soze, like the movie. Um, Kaiser Soze, uh, old friend of Vendas. Uh, he, uh, he, sent, he sent him. So, Vendas, thank you. Vendas is recruiting a bunch of guys. I know. He's a wild man. I love it. Yeah, love we, it. Had, uh, we played GTA with Psychophobic, who is actually in our mumble right now, who I don't think is a star citizen, um, but he's on in our mumble, which is totally welcomed. Like, if you have friends that want to come play a game and they're not a part of our org or website or anything, they, they're free to join and, and uh, chat on our mumble server. Yeah, totally. And we got uh, Mr. Uh, Zinfandel. Uh, mm. he, says, uh, he says, hey, guys, I've been listening to your podcast for a while now and looking for a group of people in similar life stages, wives, kids, yada, yada, to explore the verse with. Uh, it would be an honor to fly with you. Well, Mr. Zinfandel, it would be an honor to fly with you, too, sir. I wonder if he likes grapes. <laughs> See what you did there. We got uh, we got some new uh, verse cast members as well. Uh, we got uh, Colonel Buttons, great name, Trader Joe, a little S- derived, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm Trader sorry. Joe. Hey, maybe it is Trader Joe. You don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Even if it's not, Trader Joe's is awesome. It's true. Got uh, psychophobic, uh, dread gopher, and uh, Varkala. Yeah. Varicala. Varicala? Sure, Varicala. There's there's no A after the R. Varicala. Until you get to the C, then there's an A. Yeah, I'm just making up uh, vowels <laughs> as they come, as they come. So, uh, and uh, Varicala, welcome. Welcome, one and all. And thank you, generally speaking, for uh, having names that I could pronounce. You did well. Not too bad. Not too I, bad. 7.8 out of 10. Oh, nice. On nice. the IGN Who, scale. Who was who was who was the one uh, who was the one judge that gave me like a six point four? Uh, there was only one judge in this competition. Oh, I see. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> I, I give uh, I give uh, number scores um, to the 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 uh, hundredth. Would that yeah mm. the, the hundredth? There we go. Nice. So it'd be a seventy-eight out of a hundred, but I like to shorten it to seven point eight. I have I, I I stopped listening to you about two minutes ago. You know what? Why am I even here? <laughs> uh, we got an email over at comms at versecast, uh, which is awesome, uh, from Donald Gray, and he uh, says, uh, "Hi, I'd like to say that I love the community that you guys have set up. Uh, I think it's a beautiful thing. Unfortunately, I am not in this community or organization because I have a Mac. Boo." Oh. 
I have a Mac too. It's all good. Uh, but I'm uh, looking into getting a new laptop specifically for Star Citizen. And I would love to join your organization once I get into the game. Uh, I have a few questions uh, that come to mind while listening and uh, for listening to your amazing podcast. Thank you. And here they are. So um, these are really cool questions. Uh, thank you, uh, Donald. I appreciate, uh, we appreciate you sending them in because I think these might be questions that people that are not overly familiar with Star Citizen, these might be relatively common questions. Uh, or actually kind of not common, but still interesting. The first question is, uh, will we have to buy clothing for our crew? For example, if you uh, wanted to explore, would you need to buy a heavy coat, pants, shoes, uh, headgear, etc. Uh, for, uh, you know, for, your, uh, for your NPCs? And uh, John, you got an opinion on that? I don't know. Um, I know <laughs> that... That your own... Why do you laugh at everything I say? Because <laughs> you're funny. I think you're well, adorable. I just don't know, okay? I don't Honestly, <laughs> I don't think anybody has the answer to this question. No, no, that's very true. Nobody really knows. Um, my speculation would be that you probably have to supply your NPC crew with that kind of stuff. Um, but maybe it's something that they bring along, like in a bag that they stow away when you <laughs> go out. That's awesome. They show up with like a like a bag on a stick, like a hobo. <laughs> I was thinking more of like luggage. <laughs> that would still be awesome. Yeah, but um, clothing is actually going to be a big part of the game. Um, so your clothing is going to dictate uh, your like how much inventory space you have. Um, so if you have a small pocket, you'll only be able to fit like a mounds bar in there. But if you right. have a really big pocket. You could get like one of those king size snicker bars. Um, so, and I think on planets or locations, whatever, that are cold or warm or whatever, you will actually, I don't know. Temperature probably does. Do you think temperature is going to be a mechanic in the game? I don't know. That's a really good question. Um, I don't know if it's going to depend on how, um, how in depth. They make the day to day stuff um, like, you know, they, they had kind of mentioned uh, that uh, that you're going to need to shower, but that it's not going to be something that's um, game changing beyond the fact that, like, if you don't shower for a week or two, certain NPCs might not want to talk to you. So <laughs> it's entirely possible that that weather is going to play a factor in that, too. I think that would be really cool. Like maybe it kind of, um, I don't know, lowers your stamina or something. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if it was just a small thing, like you walk slower or something like that, if it's cold out, right? Um, yeah, I that that sounds cool. I I I don't know if it will be the kind of thing where you have to supply your own crew with that stuff, or if they will bring luggage. I feel like it would be kind of cool if uh, when you hire your crew, they they walk up to your ship with their luggage in hand, and you need to like stow it away. That would be pretty cool. Uh, I you know it's interesting. I. I I would say that potentially you're probably going to have to buy suits for your crew for EVA. Um, you know, you're going to probably need to buy some sort of like, uh, I, I'm assuming that they won't come with spacesuits. Uh, I, I would guess that when you hire an NPC, they'll at least come with the clothes on their back, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I would, I would think, you know, you know, wouldn't like, Hey, I'm going to hire you to come work on my ship. Oh, by the way, you're naked. That, that sounds more like slavery. Yeah, they just show up with no clothes on. They're like, "Hi, you hired me to pilot, co-pilot your ship. Uh, you need to buy me clothes." 
So I would say that most likely they will at least show up with the clothes on their back. Um, but potentially, yeah, you you might need to buy, um, you know, spacesuits, anti-grav boots, things like that for the crew. Yeah? Yes. Sure. All right. We'll go If I that. disagreed, I would be like, no. Like, it's, hell no. I know, but I'm so used to Gleep. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, Jimmy. Yay, Gold Star. Did I sound like Gleep? Totally. Not. <laughs> um, another question that uh, that Donald asked was, uh, will Star Citizen have options to make flight easy uh, like a freelancer or, or have uh, automated flight checks uh, that uh, that would not uh, that you would that would allow you to to fly a little bit easier. And uh, I think the answer is yes. It's already in game. Um, the uh, there's a docking mechanic. So uh, when you're flying over to uh, a landing pad, you have the option of doing it either manually or the option of doing it uh, automated, uh, having an autopilot basically line you up and set you down. Uh, I like uh, doing it manually. I just like the practice. But I can clearly see the, the need to do, um, to do an automated flight landing, especially if you're occupied or busy or there's other things going on. Uh, is there any, do you have any preference as far as when you, uh, when you do a landing? I think I like to land manually. Mm-hmm. Um, in Elite Dangerous, it's actually sort of like a mini game. Um, a little new HUD element pops up uh, with like a dot, and you have to get your ship inside of the dot um, now how how similar is that to um the landing mechanic for arena commander because you know it's it, the way that you mentioned it because i haven't played uh ed um it sounds very similar because with you know with arena commander when you get up to a, a landing pad you switch over to landing mode and it gives you that uh that different hud experience that allows you to line up and bring the ship down uh smoothly is that really similar or, or what like what are some of the differences between that and the uh, ed Elite Dangerous has sort of like a magnetic type thing where once you get inside that threshold um, and you're low enough, it sort of like locks you in and pulls you like right to center. Um, So I guess that's the main difference. Um, I think the HUD element in ED is a little more uh, easy to see, I guess. Um, there's like a, a line going straight up. I, I don't know. You, you kind of just have to see it. Okay. Um, but ED, it does feel more like sort of a mini game type thing um, more than Star Citizen. I know uh, I know. Gleep has uh, crashed in uh, into his hangar in, or into the uh, stations in ED quite a bit. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. I, I hear it's not super easy to do. It is. Yeah, and if you're not paying attention to like what landing pad you're supposed to land at, um, you can get in trouble, and they will kill you. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, the penalty in Elite Dangerous, if you break a rule, is death. Like, nice. no matter what. No matter <laughs> nice. what you do. Wow. And then, um, isn't it like a... It's a pretty high penalty, too, as far as getting your ship back, right? You have to pay a percentage of um, everything that you lost. And I think it's like seventeen percent or something. Hmm, okay. um, so once you die, you lose everything, and then you pay that percentage, and you get it all back. Um, and you just respawn at like the nearest station, I believe. Okay. So it's not 
it's not a horrible penalty. Um, obviously, you lose that money, and, and I think if you don't have the money, that you can't respawn. Um, but it's usually not a ton. It's not horrible. Gotcha. Um, okay. Well, wait, I just said it was seventeen percent, so it's always seventeen. But yeah. anyway, well, that's not, that's not too bad. Yeah, it's a lot. I think it's going to be a lot more forgiving than Star Citizen. It sounds like Star Citizen is, you know, you're going to die and then you're going to respawn somewhere and you're going to have to wait for your ship to come back and you might not get your cargo back unless you have insurance on that, which I believe yeah. they've said you'll be able to do. Well, I think, um, didn't they say there's going to be uh, an insurance for your ship and then also an insurance for your for your custom mods potentially as well? Yeah. So I would I would think if that's accurate, then uh, we should also see some sort of cargo insurance. Well, I would think. I mean, in reality, I would think that there would be insurance on cargo if you're running it for a company. But if you're running it for yourself, I don't see how that could be insured. Right. Um, maybe I. That's yeah, just like how it works just, yeah. in real life, I guess. Like if you're driving a package, uh, I don't know why you would do this. If you're driving a package across town in your car and it gets blown up, <laughs> you might again, be you might know. have to you might want to ask questions about the cargo that you're transporting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, if your car got blown up and you lost the cargo because it got blown up. Um, like you don't get to pay an insurance company to get the cargo back. Yep, very true. Um, ah. But if it's being shipped by the USPS, um, and you paid for insurance, then you're going to get that the, the the money back at least. Um, It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. Uh, sure. So, uh, and then uh, the uh, last question from uh, from Donald was: uh, If the game uh, has a dynamic economy, won't getting cargo to a location faster be more important? Yes, having a large quantity of something would be amazing, but uh, would a person or a group, for example, uh, with you know taking a hull C or a hull D, would they be better off? Basically, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but would they be better off getting a, a higher valued item? someplace uh quicker basically value over quantity um it's an interesting question i I think it's kind of six and one half dozen of the other um i think that you know the the uh the hull series carries so much cargo that you're clearly with a full load you're going to make a lot more money than if you're traveling with a, a more um high value item but I also think that your travel expenses are going to be a little bit less too with the, with the smaller items that you deliver faster. So I think it's kind of a, you know, like I said, six and one half dozen of the other. I think it's really just going to depend on the circumstances, the, the, um, the items that you're carrying, uh, the quantities that you're carrying, and, you know, what the requirement of the uh, shipper is. Yeah. Well, and think about how it works in real life. Like yeah. Amazon could have iPhone or not Amazon. Apple could have iPhones shipped from China to the U.S. via USPS Air, and it would take one day. Um, but one at a time, that would be that would take forever. Right. So they have them shipped like in incredible quantities, probably on these giant uh, shipping sh- uh, boats, whatever they are, um, that hold you know millions of units or whatever. Uh, so. I mean, there's going to be an argument for 
a small quantities, you know, quicker ship, you need to get something somewhere faster. Um, and then there's the argument for something like a Hall E that's going to be able to carry a lot more stuff, um, but it's going to be slower. And it depends on the item. If a company needs, if a, a factory needs, like, a, a piece for a missile that they're producing or something, um, they're going to need more than 100 yeah. pieces. They're, yeah, they're going to yeah. need tons and tons. So it's probably going to be more profitable for a whole E to ship that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a sniper scope, you know. The, those are the items. Yeah, I agree. Those are the items that are that are are mass produced in bulk, and you know, a hundred sniper scopes is not going to give you the same payout as five thousand, based on the manufacturing needs. Yeah. So, but if you're somebody like me, you want you you're going to want to take like you know your widows um, or your color, which is uh, some illicit materials. Um, and you know you're going to want to take those in smaller in, in smaller bulk quantities because there's going to be a very good payout for that, and you're going to be flying under the radar, but you're going to be expending less gas, and it's going to be you know uh, less of a, of an arduous journey, so to speak. So you know again checks and balances. You know I'm going to get a nice payout for smuggling drugs if I actually am able to get them across. You know get them into system. Um, you know and yeah I'm going to want to move those quickly. But I do think that the bulk haulers that are, are moving legit goods for manufacturing are going to make a killing. They're going to make a lot of money. So you're saying that you are not aspiring to be Starface? No, no. I don't want to be a drug kingpin. I want to I, basically what I want to do is I want to I want to play the market. If you know, like I'm going to move uh, narcotics. I'm going to look for rare foods i'm going to look for rare beverages i'm going to look for exotic animals um all the things that are either in demand smaller quantity specialty things that are either in demand or contraband in other systems so for example let's say for the sake of argument some exotic fish for whatever reason is illegal on earth um you know it's kind of like um bringing fruits or vegetables from one country to another so same type of thing. So like, you know, the fish, this particular fish on Terra is illegal or considered contraband on Earth. I'm going to take a half dozen of them along with a bunch of other things I've picked up while I've been, you know, scouting through the through the known verse. And I'm going to try and smuggle those, them into Earth and I'm going to command a very high dollar for them. I don't want to be rich. I'm not looking to be rich. Um, that's not my end game. I don't want to be a kingpin. I don't want to be... I don't want to have an Idris. I want to... That's what everybody says. Really? Yeah. That they, wa- that they want one. That they no, want to be rich. That they don't want to be rich. Really? <laughs> well, I guess then I'm like everybody else. Look, I'm just salty because you didn't appreciate my Starface reference. <laughs> oh, Starface. Yeah, I get it. Uh, That's all I get? That's the reaction? No gold star for you. Ah, somebody will appreciate that. <laughs> somebody somewhere will absolutely appreciate that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I um, I just um, I, I want to. I'm I'm excited about eking out a living on the fringes, finding all the weird, cool things, um, and and making them available to people throughout the universe. The universe, not the universe. That's I'm, my jam. I'm proud for you. You should be very proud for me. You don't even know what you want to do. You want to mine one day. You want to be a Captain Kirk the next day. I 
I I need to experience this world before I decide. <laughs> That's fair enough. I can't argue that point. <laughs> so uh, we got some uh, delicious, delicious reviews over at iTunes. Uh, always excited to get uh, get the iTunes reviews. Have um, just out of curiosity, has anybody been uh, emailing you going, "Hey, you know, we did a, you know, did a did a review." No, I don't okay. think anybody in other regions likes us anymore. <laughs> They're just like, nope, you know what? Forget it. <laughs> so um, let's see. We got uh, one review where it says, uh, where I get my RSI news. And this is by Taylor M. This was on June 28th. Uh, love Tyler. the show. Did I say Tyler? I said Taylor. Oh, okay. Tyler. Sorry. Don't hate me. You can, you can keep going. Are you sure? Yeah. Now I'm scared. I, I forgive. Okay. Uh, loves the show enough uh, to go back and start from the beginning. Wow. Oh, That's, my God. I know. You hate that. You hate oh. that. Um, best way to catch up on Star Citizen and see the development of the game. Uh, just joined uh, their org and had uh, had to grab a second ship to get the plural ships for myself. Don't tell my wife. Thanks, guys. Don't worry. We're all part of that club. We won't tell your wife either. Wait, that... What? That didn't come out right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what club are we part of? <laughs> anyway, uh, great show by the Best Eagle. Wow, Beast. Not, wow, I cannot <laughs> spell. Hold on, let me let me clean the smudges off my glasses. Great show by the Beast Eagle. Oh, first you forgot, or no? First you added an A. Now you forgot the A. Listen, do you want to read these? No, you keep, you're doing a good job. Uh-huh. <laughs> great show by the Beast Eagle. Uh, this was on July 3rd. Uh, this is a great show. Uh, the guys are genuinely in love with their community. This is true. We are genuinely in love with our community. Great. And I, I, I will always, always love you. <laughs> I was harmonizing. <laughs> you want to keep going? No, I really don't. Oh, okay. Handsome Devil. We know Handsome Devil. Don't we know Handsome Devil? Yeah, we Devil? do. Yeah, we, we know do. a Handsome Devil. So Handsome Devil posted. Uh, had some problems with uh, the iTunes, so I sent this review via the Twitter machine. Huh? The Twitter machine. Oh, the machine. Uh-huh. So he goes on to say, uh, I enjoyed this podcast very much. Uh, the trio has a great rapport and, consequently, a smooth-flowing podcast. They have a great insight about the game and help you to open your eyes to ideas, re where things might be leading uh, to in the game. Now, this organization is very friendly as well. Uh, great podcast, which means you need to look no further. But if you keep looking, then it will uh, it will be. Uh, just like the mistakes you made in high school, uh, the one where you joined choir to be more sensitive and closer to the ladies because you thought that would get you to the point where you would have uh, dates lined up for days. But at the end, all that happened is that you got left on prom night covering some girl's shift at the local grocery store while she went to prom with some football player, leaving you stuck in the cold-ass freezer restocking milk while he is getting what you would only dream of. This is extremely vivid. This is very And vivid. I'm concerned. I am concerned. Handsome devil, you're a handsome devil. Why would this happen to you? Yeah, why? Why? We need answers. Can we can we get like a whole story? 
We we need we need the whole story. We yeah. absolutely need the whole story. Um, interesting uh, story. I took choir for a little while and uh, started dating a girl in high school after we learned uh, what was it uh, the Journey song. Ah, oh, what Journey song was it? It was a terrible, terrible Stop. Journey song. Oh, okay. No, no, it wasn't the Don't Stop Believing one. Uh, it was uh, Highway Runs. That one. All right. Whatever one that one is. Into the Midnight Sun. We're doing a lot of singing. Oh, on that episode. one. Yeah, that yeah. one. Uh-huh. Wheels go round and round I, in I my total, mind. Yep. Yep, yeah, that I one. got it. <laughs> like, yeah, you can stop now. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so I, you know, I dated a girl. She did not leave me high and dry for prom. I actually took a college girl to prom. Wow. Yeah, I was. I was. Maybe big. you're the handsome devil. I was high rolling taking a, <laughs> taking a college girl to prom. I showed up and all my friends were like, "Who's that?" And I'm like, "That's a college girl." <laughs> she doesn't have a name. She's just a college. She's girl. just a college girl. Yeah, it's good times. Did you go to prom? No, I didn't. Oh, missed out. That did I really? I don't know. Well, I was allowed to actually stay out all night, so we got a hotel room. Oh, dang. Mm-hmm. So that's what happens when you date a college girl. Uh, yeah. She was able to rent the room. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are we allowed to talk about this on the show? Probably not. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, handsome devil, thank you. And uh, everybody that uh, sent reviews into iTunes, thank you very much. So um, this week around the interverse, um, had some cool stuff. Uh, first thing from uh, over at, uh, we're going to do a hybrid here. We're going to do a versecast.org post that leads into an RSI post. Huh? Whoa. Huh? Whoa. Postception. Mind blown. So the post is uh, by Lycondi over at uh, versecast.org. And it is for those who like uh, the Origin Jump Work 300 series. And it takes you to a link uh, which is titled A Complete Objective Look at the 300 Series, a resource for the designers by DSS Goose. Did you see DSS Goose's post? This guy is just a silly goose for making this. Holy cow. Um, If you are a fan of the 300 series, but were hoping for a redesign, uh, which uh, actually CIG is talking about doing, uh, which makes sense. I mean, you know, some of the older ships do kind of show their age a little bit against the newer stuff. Um, So they are actually talking about a redesign. And I wonder, I would imagine that they've seen this and I wonder how serious they are with it because it's a great read. Um, he goes from you know talking about the overall geometry of the ship. Uh, he has a diagram that that basically scales the engine size of the ship against the engine size of a cutlass. Uh, he has a full breakdowns diagrams, um, you know, half sections of the ship. Uh, goes into extreme detail about how to add more room um, to the interior. Uh, how to basically expend, extend it out to where you can actually stand up inside the ship, which makes sense because, you know, they've got the touring module. I'm sorry, the touring model. Uh, they've got the interdiction model. Uh, they've got the racing model. And it, it does seem like the luxury model is lacking in luxury. You know, um, have you been in, on the inside of a 300, right? Yes. Very, very cramped. Uh, and uh, the way that he talks about expanding out the interior to allow for it to be pretty much 
along the lines of the modular system that they're already designing um, is incredible. And I mean, we're talking, you know, full diagrams, full GIFs. He explains each individual component, how to expand it out, um, you know, how to add in that living space, how to add in a cargo space. Uh, it's just, it's incredible. Uh, if you're a fan of the 300, absolutely go check this thread out because just, I mean, wow. Talk about like a lot of work. I, I was very impressed. I've never put that much work into anything in my life. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I, I well, I, you know, I, I've recorded records before, and that's a very laborious uh, task. So, I'm going to say that I've probably put that kind of work into something in my life. Um, but whoa, it, it's impressive, and I do hope that the folks at CIG take a look at it because the way that he lays it out is very logical. It makes sense. Um, it's not. It's not really. It's really not a crazy design proposal. So hopefully they'll take some of what he says to heart and, and consider it. My only argument would be that the 300 series is more of a budget series. Yes. Um, and I feel like the luxury of standing up is something that comes with a more expensive ship. Okay. Um. So I don't know. Like the yeah. Aurora, you can't really stand up in the aurora um yeah I, I, I think you can in the mustang the the beta no actually uh you can't but if you compare the cabin space of the beta to the cabin space of the 300 series it's night and day i mean it's uh-huh. night and day the the cabin space in the beta is is full and complete and it feels like like a mini camper um, and then the cabin space in the 300, as you know, is really just, it's not very well laid out. Yeah. Well, so. yeah, and if you look at his GIFs, um, especially the one that shows how thick the floor is, it really doesn't make that much sense. Um, I think it's like uh, a f- like a foot and a half thick or something. Yeah. Um, compared to other parts of the ship, which are like a third that thickness. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, obviously... It, like pretty much everything he says makes total sense. It's not like he's saying the ship sucks, they need to change it. He's it's basically it's very objective um and it just uh I mean part of me thinks that like it is a fictional universe so it doesn't have to be perfect. Right. Um and part I mean part of their design is so that it looks pretty and stuff. Um so I don't know how practical every ship needs to be. Right. Um, we saw a similar thing with the Retaliator. Um, but I think that he has a lot of valid points. Yeah, and I think um, he, he keeps the aesthetic of the ship, which is critical. Um, you know, it's not a, such a radical redesign um, that uh, that it's like, nah, there's no way that would happen. So it's I'm curious. I, I'm, uh, it's a lot of hard work. The, the dude really deserves credit for, for putting the effort in. Um, and I'm actually very curious after because this kind of inspired me to dig a little bit deeper. Um, and then the mention on reverse the verse about how they want to redesign the ship. Um, now I'm I, I don't necessarily want one, but I'm really curious as to see what they do with it. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, also over from the official RSI forums, I uh, got a little tidbit from the man himself, Mr. Ben Lesnick. Uh, he had posted oh, is he the man now. He is the man. Well, he's the community man. Well, him oh. and Lando are like the community men. They're like the, you know, the Star Citizen men in black, I guess. Okay. But the sure. man man, like the... Well, that Chris Chris Roberts is the man. 
right. Ben's the Ben's the man. I was gonna say, he's that guy from Men in Black, the director, who has right. a funny name, but I can't remember his name. Rip Torn. Rip Torn. That's it. <laughs> it's that's definitely an interesting name. <laughs> uh, but uh, over, and we'll have a link for this. But um, over on the official RSI forums, Ben confirms. Doesn't give any dates, obviously, but he confirms that the the Crucible and the Endeavor are the next ships up for concept. Uh, there's not going to be any sale this month, July. Uh, I don't know if there'll be one in August, but for sure, the Crucible and the Endeavor are the next two ships up for concept. Uh, are how I know that you're kind of looking forward to the Endeavor, right? Which one is that again? That's the uh, the uh, science vessel, the Enterprise esque oh. ship. I know Gleep's chomping at the bit for it, but I thought you would had a curi- uh, expressed curiosity in it as well. I am excited to see what it is, um, you know, see what the crew size is and stuff. Um, I don't think I'm going to buy any more ships right now. Right. Um, like I've said before, what I have now is basically just so I can make money. Mm-hmm. And down the road, I want to do like a enterprise type thing. Um, so maybe that will be that will be the ship that fills that role. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited no matter what concept uh, sale shows up. Yeah, I'm. I'm. It's funny because I'm the same way. Like I'm. I'm really excited to see the Crucible, but it's not really a ship I'm interested in buying. I just love yeah. the idea of having kind of a flying mechanic shop. Um, you know, for me, seeing the 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 new ship concepts, um, are, you know, really speak to the diversity of the game. Um, I, I'm the same way. Like uh, for me, my Andromeda is it as far as what I want to start the verse with. Um, I have goals like you know a Starliner might actually make a really good uh, hauler slash smuggler ship, but it's something that if it does, I'd rather earn it in game. Alternatively, the merchant, uh, the merchantman, the Banu merchantman is a cool end game ship as well. Um, but I want to kind of work towards those. They're bigger ships. I don't necessarily know if I want to manage a ship that size. So for me, the Constellation is a perfect fit for going into the game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and I think a lot of people feel that way, too. Um, you know, there's always going to be completionists, and I think that there are ships that, that don't speak to... Um, that, that people are waiting for that speak to them. So there's always going to be, you know, there's always going to be people that, that buy into the concepts, obviously, because I know... A lot of people are going to be very excited about the Endeavor. Um, I don't think the Crucible is going to be a huge seller, but then again, it depends on what they do with it. So, But uh, yeah, go check that out. It's official. Those are the next two ships that are going to go live in concept, at least. And then uh, from uh, over at Versecast.org, uh, there's a really cool video. Um, this was posted a couple of weeks back uh, by uh, Lacandi, and it's a, uh, it's a scale video. And John, I know you checked this out, right? Uh-huh. How cool was it? I mean, it's basically just for anyone that hasn't checked it out yet. It it is a scale. um, It's a video and it starts out with a a number of the smaller ships from the Constellation down to the Hornet on the hangar of uh, what what is it? Is it an Idris? Bangle. It's a Bangle. Okay, it's a Bangle. Thank you. Um, Basically in the flight deck of a Bangle and it, it zooms across all of those ships, zooms out to the Bangle. And then pans left and pans right and covers just a host of ships from the Starliner to the Star G. Um, what other ships did you see in there? Uh, the uh, Idris. The Jump, the Idris, right. The, the Javelin, I believe, was in there under the Bengal itself. Um, 
the Idris, I think, is still the old one. Uh, we haven't seen the updated one, which is supposed to be, like, two times bigger. Um, so it looked kind of small. Like, it's smaller than a whole E right now. Um, but th- they had all the whole series. They had, like, pretty much everything we've seen at this point. Nice. Yeah, I, I don't think I saw it. Was a, was a Merchantman there, though? I don't remember seeing a Merchantman. Uh... There, were, there were a couple of ships that I... Didn't rem- I don't remember actually seeing that I was looking for. Well, they had the new bomber in there, I think. Yeah, they did. Because that was in the leak. Right. Yeah. So he pulled stuff from, like, existing stuff and then stuff from the leak. Um, so, I mean, if you don't want spoilers, then you probably shouldn't watch it. But um, it is just, like, white box ships. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's really cool to see like what size everything is, and to see all the ships that all of us are flying right now just fitting inside of that bangle. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. That was um, that was the thing that, that I, I love the uh, size comparison um, videos and images, and um, I really like getting a sense of scale um, for all of the ships, and and it's a great one. So I definitely recommend checking it out and. All the links uh, will be in the show notes, so by all means, stop over by the forums, go check out the RSI links, and enjoy. And speaking of the forums, Mm. um, Stag pointed out that we are at the the Versecast forums at versecast.org is at over 1,200,000 views. holy cow that is impressive (laughs) that is impressive i had no idea like i i honestly didn't even know that number was there um but if you just go to the main forum page it is just like at the bottom there and that's kind of impressive (laughs) nice that no that's very cool um you know but again we do a whole show dedicated just to the community um you know it's it's a good group of people you know guys and gals good group of people um i was really impressed um with the um with the sky falling uh rumor mill craziness that happened over the last week or so i went over to our forums and there's just none of that you know there there's there's some posts like you know like there's a link to to um i think i actually posted it the the link to uh to ben's uh responses and there's a couple of other things where we're just kind of discussing you know the the things that are that are going on that are relevant within the game, but it's just everybody's just very chill and cool about it, and I just I totally dig that man. You go over to the RSI forums and it's like, whoa, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and step away. I'm gonna back away quietly and hope nobody saw me. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of astounding how little controversy and negativity we have in the forums. It's yeah. basically zero. Yeah, no, it's absolutely awesome. What um. What's going on with events? We had some events uh, that uh, happened previously. What's uh, what's uh, what's going on? We had Planet Side Two Zerg on Saturday, okay. And oddly enough, only like three, four people showed up, which I don't understand because you had a bunch of people in before. What do you like? Do you, mean? you had you had like like larger groups of people. Yes. In, yeah. Like previously, when we've played Planet Side, like un scheduled at all we've had tons of people like i feel <laughs> like over 10 people <laughs> Today, you scheduled something yeah there we scheduled it on saturday which is usually a day when i see quite a few people on 
and nobody showed up. <laughs> Even Stag, who organized it, wasn't there initially because he had to work, which I don't Ouch. blame him for. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, I, It's just, it kind of, like, it was very odd not seeing people because we're used to seeing quite a few people show up for stuff. Yeah, totally. Um, so... I don't well, I don't really know what happened. <laughs> I am I am going to officially throw the gauntlet down and I am going to say that I will do everything in my power to uh be uh, online and in game this coming Sunday night. Uh I will tweet about it in the uh those guys with uh ships hashtag to confirm that I will be there. Oh wow. So uh yes, I will I am making every effort to be in game uh flying about and chatting with the folks this coming Sunday. So uh, keep an eye out in the Twitter form for confirmation and come fly with me. Okay. You know what? After my fumble with deleting the event, um, I'm going to play Star Citizen this Sunday. Nice. Um, right. I haven't fired it up for a while, and I feel like, you know, even if it's just this week, I think anybody that has come to previous week or wants to come play Star Citizen with us, for the first time, um, you should come play Star Citizen at least this week. Yes, even this... if there are no updates, let's just play Star Citizen this week. Uh, what do we What do we normally do? Uh, Seven o'clock. What's our normal? What's our normal time? Uh, it's six o'clock. Right? Six o'clock PST. Right. Yeah. All right. So uh, yes, I I just have to double check. Uh, we have some plans Sunday uh, Sunday afternoon. So I just have to check and make sure I'll be back in time. But other than that, I am going to make every effort to be there. So tentatively, folks out there in podcast land, John and I are definitely going to uh, do everything that we can. Or, John, you're going to be there for sure, right? Unless something weird happens. Okay. So we definitely got a Jonto. We will most likely have a Jimmy. Gleep, what about you? Oh, wait. Gleep's not here. I'll be there, guys. Uh, I'll I'll be there. We'll see what happens. <laughs> gonna, let me let me let me check with Mrs. Gleep. I think we convinced him. I think we did convince him. He doesn't know yet, but I think that he is uh, has now officially been roped in. I'm just gonna say it. Gleep will be there Sunday night too. <laughs> it's his fault if he's not there. Exactly. I, if if he's not there, I blame him. <laughs> so there you go. That's what's coming up this Sunday night. Um, John for sure. I'm about 90% there and Gleep 120% will be there. Unless my car blows up when I'm transporting a package to my friend across the city. (laughs) And, and I can't, and disclaimer, I can't officially speak for Gleep. I'm sure he will do his best. Good thing you put that disclaimer in there. (laughs) Yeah. I'd feel bad if something came up and he couldn't go. Um, but I'm actually to the terms of service. Exactly. Um, but I'm going to do everything I can to be there for sure. So, uh, yeah, John, I am interested in starting a gaming community for Dig Dug. I Those love don't Dig exist. Dug. No one would ever do that. I, I want to do that, okay? I think that I could create a thriving, robust industry, gaming community around Dig Dug. But can we have Minecraft. Me? Nope, Dig Dug. Oh, my God. Huge Dig Dug fan. Huge Dig Dug fan. Dig Dug is great. And if you wanted to create a community around Dig Dug, 
you could do it at engine.com. They have easy to use tools. Yeah. I mean, you could you could put some cool graphics up there. You could uh, have some you could have your forums um where I guess you would probably post like high scores or something. Um <laughs> and then you could have a, you know, a heated debate about the weird fish-like creatures that you shoot with your gun that blows them up. Endless, um, you, endless debates. Endless I know. debates. Uh, you know, why is it orange? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. We Nobody need to get to the knows. bottom of this. Maybe this is a good idea. Maybe me and you See? should create a Dig Dug website. I'm down. Let's make it happen. Engine. Engine.com. How would you, how would you spell that, though? That would be E-N-J-I-N. Dot com? Dot com. Dot com. Good job. Support Ronald Jenkins. Please check him out at www.ronaldjenkins.com. Uh, support Stargleep, even though he's not here. Ugh. How Over. dare you? How dare you? Gleep, we miss you. That's why we tease you. Uh, he is over at uh, Twitter at House Gleep, and you can email him at gleep at versecast.org. I am Jimmy Croker. You can find me on the Twitter machines at Jimmy Croker. You can find me over at the official RSI site, over at uh, versecast.org, over at Steam under my handle, which is Jackson, J A X S U N. John, you can find me. People at... find you. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were done. I was wanting. I was done. I was not done. I wanted to know where the good folk out in podcast land could find you. Find me. You. Yes, you. You want them to find me. The one and only Jonto. Okay. If you wanted to find me, that's an if. Hypothetically speaking, if one were to look for you on the internet, right. So, in a hypothetical situation where you were looking for me. You would probably search for the only Janto, where I can be found by that name on all the places that I can be found by it, hypothetically. Um, and then you can, for sure, and this is a real situation, email me at john at versecast.org. But you can also email the show at comms at versecast.org. See, we use the same at email address for all of our emails to make it easy. That's that is easy because I get confused. Yeah, um, you can join our Steam community. Search for Versecast or those guys with ships. I think it'll probably show up if you search for either of those. But you can also go to SteamCommunity.com/groups/Versecast. Where last time I checked, we had ninety nine members. So we need another person to hit us over <laughs> one that more. hill. Yeah, just one more just person. One more. Um, Tweet at us at Versecast. Follow us. We'll follow back. Um, use the hashtag TGWS and search for that hashtag as well so that you can find all of our tweets. Um, we have a lot of cool stuff going on on Twitter, um, so make sure to get involved in that community. Um, Twitter it, is a good time. It, it It's a pretty good time. It's kind uh, of the quickest way to get your star citizen fix if you don't have a lot of time. Yeah, no, it's, it's funny you should mention that because I actually have um, bookmarked the ha- star citizen hashtag and the those guys with chips hashtag, the TGWS hashtag. Um, and I check those all the time. I just I just pop in. I see what's going on. Um, I get a lot of um, off the beaten path news uh, for star citizen through the hashtag. So, Yeah, 
and even general just kind of like sci-fi and gaming stuff. Yeah, totally. Um, but I don't, I don't even bookmark it. Like I just go to the search bar and since I like barely search for anything on Twitter, like I don't really use hashtags other than TGWS. Right. Um, it's just the first like suggestion or whatever up there. So I just hit search bar, hit TGWS and I'm there. So um, you never do like search hashtag star kittens or hashtag, hashtag star poodles. That one uh, all the time. Um, Star kittens, no, not as much, but star poodles for sure. Uh, everybody, everybody jumps on the hashtag star uh, star poodles. Oh I yeah, mean, I'm really big just, you know. in that community. I I actually made star poodles dot net. Oh um, nice. So you just head over there. It's sponsored by engine dot com. Um, e n j i n. Nice callback to the layman. Uh, <laughs> no, I I didn't actually do that, but um, maybe I did. Anyway, you can maybe, join maybe, our uh, organization. No, we're done with that. Jimmy. Okay. Oh, See, I'm moving on now. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, RobertSpaceIndustries.com slash org slash Versecast. You can join our organization. We would love to have you. We are those guys with ships. We have ships. We do. At least a um, couple. Yeah. few. Maybe. Yeah, you know. Uh, Versecast.org is where you can find our community and our podcast if you want to share it with somebody. Uh, we got tons of conversation going on. And evidence of that is we have over a th- million, I almost said a thousand, a million, a thousand million, a thousand thousands, right? Sure. Of views on our forums. Millions so, upon billions of views. There you go. We are then you can head over the two-hour mark. <laughs> clearly, yes. <laughs> um, head over to iTunes and review us. Just search for Versecast. Um, I can't give you a URL for that because it's a bunch of numbers and ones and zeros that only a computer could understand. Mm. Or data. So he's, Who, he is a computer. He is a computer. Yeah, yeah. he's an Android. He's an Android. computers in their brains. I th- do you think that data would be insulted if you called him a computer? Do you think that's kind of like, 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 call, like, calling, like calling a person a puppy? It depends on if he has his emotion... Chip chip on. activated. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, if it's off, then he wouldn't really care. He'd probably be uh, curious as to why we would dumb him down and call him a computer. Right. Uh, it's like what, um, why the equivalent of calling a human a puppy. Yeah, and based on first contact, I think. Yeah, first contact. He he was not happy when he had skin grafted onto him. So yeah, yeah, that was creepy. The wheels have come off the bus. I don't know how to end the show. John, help. Can't we just, like, stop talking? We could stop talking. Or, (laughs) until next time, we are Those Guys with Ships, and this has been our community podcast. Bye, everybody. My back hurts. Yeah, it's time to stretch. I'll say bye anyway, though. You already said bye. I did? Yeah. Yeah.